to another Forster's Northern Law podcast. I'm Miri Stickland, Knowledge Development Lawyer in the Commercial Real Estate team. And I'm joined today by partner Vicky Towers, backed by Popular Demand, um, and appearing once again with her graduate recruitment hat on. And alongside Vicky is Holly Meldrum, who's from our HR team and is our very lovely graduate recruitment coordinator. Welcome both. Morning. Um, So I understand that November's been a very exciting month for you uh, because applications for our 2020 vacation scheme and 2022 training contracts are now open. Open. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) it's great. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, So for anyone listening and thinking of applying for the 2020 VAC scheme applications, you've got until midnight on 31st of January 2020. And for the 2022 training contracts, you've got until midnight on the 30th of June 2020, after which it's too late, yes, at yeah. least for this this for time round. Yeah. <laughs> so with that in mind, we thought it would be really useful to run through some of the most frequently asked questions um, fielded by Vicky Holly and the rest of our graduate recruitment team when they're out and about meeting potential candidates. So can I ask you both to start with quite a broad question? What do you tend to look for in candidates? I think, Holly, you'll agree with me. We obviously mm-hmm. like to see um, a wide range of candidates um, who've obviously all got various things to offer. Um, I think if we were to hone it in on certain areas, um, intellectual ability, obviously um, being a lawyer requires you to solve complex problems. So that's the good starting point. Um, and I'm also really keen to see genuine interest in Forsters and our practice areas. That comes out primarily in the interviews process through um, having knowledge about the firm and commercial awareness generally. Do you think, Holly? Yeah, yeah I also would add to that um, people who are very personable. Um, we're known for being quite a friendly firm, um, very collaborative, who like to work together. So we really look for people are very personable we also look for people who've got a bit of drive and ambition about them yeah um we want our candidates to have a strong work ethic not just in terms of the day-to-day job but also getting involved in other aspects of the business Um, so we've got lots of different societies and sports teams and things that all our trainees are a part of um and are integral to those committees i think that's right and just to add to the personal piece um Obviously, we do look for candidates who we think fit into the firm, and I think it's really important that when candidates come, whether it's to the vacation scheme or the assessment days or whatever it looks like, the open days, the Mm -hmm. dinners, that they actually get a feel for whether the firm is right for them as well, because it is really important because every firm is different. I know that graduates won't know the sort of firm they want to go to, so it's great to get an insider viewpoint, um, ask as many questions when they're here and so on. And so that's what we do look for, certainly. And so how can candidates stand out? You just mentioned the numerous ways in which they can sort of meet the firm, but how can they stand out during the application process? I think the biggest thing which really sets out any application form is kind of the level of research that they do into the firm. We're really looking for candidates who go beyond just looking at the graduate recruitment website or just the graduate recruitment brochure. People who can actually tell us about what work the firm does, who can speak about deals or cases that we might have been involved in, even things like learning about our, the type of culture that we have. Yeah. Um, and I think one of my top tips about the application process is um, make use of a firm's social media because quite often on their Twitter pages... Um, they'll talk about deals and cases and awards that they've won. Yeah. 
if you go on we've got a fantastic Instagram page if yeah, you go on our Instagram really page you get a really good insight into what it's actually like to work at Forsters so I so say that's one of my top Definitely. tips for the application process um, and I think giving personable answers is really important it links back to the point we were just talking about in a way but mm-hmm. It, when you're reading the application forms, when you see answers that you know have kind of come from the heart that are, are much more showing you about that person, it really engages you in the answers that they're giving. Yeah. And they, you can really see their personality coming through rather than sort of the stock answers, which I know it's, it's hard because you're doing so many of these. Um, but just giving it that little bit of extra thought can make yeah. all the difference yeah. when you're reviewing numerous application forms. So do you think it is actually better to do because you mentioned sort of doing lots of application forms. I mean, I remember years ago when I was at law school, <laughs> one of my friends only did two application forms because he really knew which firms he wanted to apply to. Wow, that's, I mean, yeah. I mean, we do see that as well. I, yeah. I don't know if the question is going to be what's better to sort of have two hone in on or, or scattergun. I suppose... It's a tricky one to answer because you may not know, as I said earlier, the type of firm that you want to go to. So by going to these interviews, attending assessment days or or just seeing them on open days, um, taking up those opportunities will give you that insight. So in a way, I can see where you do that. But if you're fortunate enough to know exactly the sort of firm you want to go to, maybe you've had numerous experience, maybe this is a second time career, um, then that may sort of be the the better choice for you rather than going to lots of different firms knowing full well you're not going to want to go to a firm of a particular size or that does a particular Mm -hmm. type of work so it could go both ways I think yeah so then doing all the kind of dinners and meeting yeah that's right I know it's hard work but I do really think it's invaluable and more for your own learning to see what you want because we're all obviously keen to attract the the best candidates and whatever the best looks like but um for each firm but I think it's about you being comfortable about where you're going to go because you're going to be there for at least two years and you want them to be a good two years where you can get the most out of it and in an ideal world of course carry on at that firm Mm -hmm. and in terms of the application itself have you got any top tips for that maybe get someone to proofread it oh yeah yeah that's a definite (laughs) (laughs) that's the most it's everyone always asks me what is the most common mistake in application forms and it is in every firm I've worked in it's always that they spell the firm's name wrong or put the another firm's name because they've copied and pasted if that's that's possible but (laughs) sort of regurging the same which again but given the numbers and you know we're not judging on that but it is when you get sort of you know I really want to work at X firm because and then it's you know yeah it's yeah. sort of instant dismissal I'm afraid when that happens yeah. so get someone to check it double check the firm name yeah. <laughs> and the type of firm you're applying to because again you'll see so like I really want to come and work at this city firm and it's like well we're not um, but yeah. you know you can it, it's it, there's a bit of a judgment call isn't there Holly yeah. but um, but yeah, it's sort of a bit unforgiven, I would say. Polly, should candidates apply for a vacation scheme or go direct to the training contract or do both? What would you um, suggest? Yeah, this is another question that's really asked a lot at the law fairs. And I say it's, it's, it's totally up to you because not everyone can do a vacation scheme. We totally understand that some people um, have jobs over the summer and can't take two weeks out of their summer to do a vacation scheme. I'd say if you can do one, it is really good experience. It's the best insight into the firm you're going to get. And you can apply for both. So at the start of the application form, there's literally two boxes that you can tick. 
to say that your application's been submitted for both of them. So it's entirely up to you. Um, but and if you the, can do one, yeah, we definitely recommend that you can do one. I was just going to say, and you get fair consideration of both, just because you won't mm-hmm. get necessarily through to the vacation scheme, you will be then put through for consideration for a training contract, so one doesn't preclude you. From... So there's always space for direct application. Exactly. And Holly, can you explain the assessment day process? So um, let's say that you've applied well for either or both. Does Does it, does it differ depending on whether you're just going for directly for a training contract no so the application process is exactly the same for both if your application is successful we'll invite you to come to one of the assessment days Um, and the assessment day is just over a half a day long and there are three exercises that you'll complete during the assessment day so that's the group exercise and you'll be given a written case study exercise and you'll have a partner interview and throughout the day, you'll be in three different groups and you rotate around those different exercises. Like Vicky has been saying, it's as much about us getting to know you as you getting to know the firm. So we've got a lot of different opportunities during the day for you to network with trainees and ask partners questions. And we even put in a tour of the firm. Yeah, so you can you really get to see, you can sort of properly submerge yourself for that assessment day. And whilst, of course, it is a test per se, uh, we do want people to enjoy it just partly because we can then see people for who they are. Yeah. Um, we don't want people to be anxious. And, s- and so there are group elements to it as well as yeah. kind of individual mm-hmm. elements yeah, exactly. as well. Yeah. And what are your sort of top tips for the assessment day? Again, I'd say the th- thorough research piece. Um, the assessment day you should be building on the research that you've already done at the application process. Yeah, just as much research as you can do before you come in for the actual assessment day. And I think asking as many <coughs> questions as you can, because as Holly yeah. mentioned, you do get to a lot of exposure to the trainees, um, associates and partners. And so it's a, a great opportunity to ask those questions that you might not have had the opportunity to do in another environment or something you really want to know, either about that law firm or just generally... Um, Ask the most difficult question that you can think of. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just while they're About eating a, a sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and commercial awareness-wise, you kind of touched on that earlier. What um, what sort of suggestions would you make in terms of how you can really get yourself a grounding in that so that you can demonstrate it? I think I'm reading a bit around um, the legal market, sort of events that are happening... I mean, politics is the obvious one, but um, just sort of having a general ability to comment on current affairs, really. So, I mean, the obvious one is reading the newspaper. I know it sounds simple, but that is going to give you great insight. Even sort of quirky stories you might read, commentary from a particular um, journalist, anything like that, um, shows that you've sort of given it some thought and research. I'm going to add one of my own to that as well, because I find following certain hashtags on LinkedIn. Yeah, that's really really good. I'd also say look at our practice areas and what are, what's going on in the legal world in those particular areas would also be useful to know. Yeah, and generally sort of what's going on in the market with law firms. Um, you know, we've just had sort of chambers have been published, various mm-hmm. other publications, Legal 500, and it's always good to see rankings and what comments have been made because um, that gives you a really good feel for the partners in the firm and the work that they're doing as well. And do we want people to enjoy it? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> always. Yeah, we always say to everyone at the start of the assessment day that weirdly by the end of it you will have really enjoyed the day. 
it is quite a fun and friendly assessment day. I mean, it is intense, and we know that, but it is, isn't it? We kind of like to make it as fun as possible um, because it just gets the best out of everybody, both candidates and interviewers. I guess it's better if you can sort of help people relax a bit because then you actually get yeah, you see who they are rather than yeah. sort of getting probably a more anxious response to a question yeah. um, that's been rehearsed. You actually sort of can engage in proper dialogue. So yeah. it's best for both, really. Lovely. Well, thank you both so much for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thank you. Holly, will you remind us once again what the deadlines are? So the deadline for the vacation scheme is 31st of January uh, 2020. And then deadline for a training contract is the 30th of June, 2020. Midnight on both those days. Yes, absolutely. midnight. Okay. Try and get them in earlier than that, but yeah, <laughs> it is midnight. All right, thank you very much. And if you are considering a career in law and Forster's piques your interest, um, you can head over to our website, forsters.co.uk, uh, where there's lots of information about the graduate recruitment process as well. Um, and of course, you can follow us as we've already mentioned, on all the usual social media channels. So we have Instagram, Facebook, Twitter and LinkedIn. Um, and if you'd like to check out any of our other More Than Law podcasts, all excellent, obviously. They, they, are, they very much are. <laughs> <laughs> Say it again with feeling. Yeah, they very much are. <laughs> um, they're all available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud and Spotify and various other providers. And until next time, goodbye. Goodbye.